The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca and with me, I've got my co-host with Jennifer Valentine from Global News Morning and uh, Mother Daughter Date and Jennifer Valentine. And Jen, what else you got going on? Oh, you know, gardening. Thanks. Gardening queen. I'll take Jen that from her garden. <laughs> Jen live from her kitchen every morning now, right? Yeah, I think I'm going to move it outside. <gasps> Do that. Yeah, yeah, the garden's looking good. So I, you know, I got a few new trees back there, some ornamental trees that look looking pretty. So I thought, you know, the the, the good news segment that we do on Global News Morning outdoors. I like that. Hmm. It's nicer now. I think you know what, and we don't have a very long season here, right? Of no. nice weather, so you need to get out there and like. You know, just basically, like, enjoy every single moment because before we know it, you know what's going to happen. I'm not saying it. <laughs> don't say it. I don't want to hear it. Well, you know, the backyard has become a little bit of an oasis because, you know, we're not we're not going out go there too much. But even though Winners is now open, and uh, you see the lineups, have you been by Winners? You know what? I have seen some photographs online, but I have not been... <laughs> And I'm not, I don't know, I, I'm not going. As well, as I, I went the other out, day. Did you? I How did was go the it? other day, had my mask, everybody in line had a mask. The lineup was too long, even though I heard it goes quickly. And then I thought, I really thought to myself, what do I need? Am I just going there to get out? You're just, just going to get you know? out, Jen. I, I went to get out, but then I turned around and I went back home because there's nothing I really need. I just wanted to yeah. feel normal again. Yeah. So that's why, you know, doing the backyard, making it look as pretty as you can, because that's where I do a lot of my hanging out in the backyard. Yeah. Hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And now we're going to be hanging out a lot more because things have been extended to June 30th. We're, so, uh, are we surprised? I know, right? No, surprised. Oh, I just want it over with. But hey, I want everyone to be healthy. Uh, that's priority, and that comes first. So hey, if we've got to stay in a little bit longer. It sucks, but we've got to stay in a bit longer. You know, that's There's, right. Uh, that's true. We got to do it. It's a uh, it's a crazy world and a crazy time we're living in right now. This past week has been super heavy. Um, I don't know how you spent your week, and um, I'm constantly online being a content creator. Um, I know you do a lot of stuff online, so um, everything has been just, I don't know, overwhelming, I find. With COVID, with all the stuff that's happening, and, and I'm happy to see all the voices talking about the Black Lives Matter. Um, I think that's super important, and I'm here to support and stand uh, with them. Um, I don't understand. I don't claim to understand. I will never understand what they're going through, Um, but I stand with them, you know? Absolutely, and that's why, you know, the hashtag muted or... um... I'm listening is, is, is so big, but we're actually going to be chatting with Cam from Twitter Canada, and he's going to tell us about all the hashtags, all the things that have been trending over the last week. 
Yeah, it's uh, 2020. Who would have thought it was going to turn out like this? I don't think anybody really did. Do you remember all those people who said, oh, good riddance, 2019. I'm looking forward to 2020. No, bring it back. Bring it back, please. I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. Remember, we were really looking forward to this year, and uh, it didn't turn out like we thought it would. But, you know, it only makes us stronger. We are we're feeling grateful, um, and we're changing the world. This world is changing. Yeah, it's uh, one thing I would say about 2020 is about coming together, mm-hmm. the whole world coming together, because we are going through this all together. Uh, I've said it on past shows. It's not just a city thing. It's not just a province or state thing. It's not a country thing um, or continent thing. It's a worldwide thing, you know. It's it's Um, one world. And, you know, we talk about social media and these hashtags that bring the world together. And every day I do a good news segment on Global News Morning. And what I look for... um, our videos from anywhere. It doesn't have to be from where we live in Toronto, but videos from all over the world, whether it's England, whether it's China, whether it's Italy, it doesn't matter where these videos are coming from. It's just news, good news, things that will make you smile happening around the world. And social media really does bring this world together. I agree. Um, I, I think it would be very lonely if we didn't have social media right now. Could you imagine no. We wouldn't I be able imagine. to to connect with our friends and loved ones, whether they are down the street or, you know, uh, miles away. And so a lot of people have always, like, you know, trashed social media. Oh, it's bad, but there's a lot of good in it. And I think right now it's uh, it's our saving grace. What do you say? And it brings our families together, you know? Like, how many times yeah. have you done Zoom chats? You know, since this whole thing started, I've done it. I did one with my whole family celebrating my birthday. We had a birthday party on Zoom. I felt like everyone was in my kitchen. And then my extended family, my cousins and aunts and uncles, and, you know, we all got together on a huge Zoom call. We, we usually do a family reunion every summer. It might not happen this year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one of the cousins said, hey, let's do a Zoom chat. And there we were, all on the computer, looking at each other, where we wouldn't have done that before. So these Zoom calls have become, just like we're on now. I can see your beautiful face. I know. Right now. We, do, we do Zoom calls while we do the radio show. And this is, this is how we're able to do the show. Um, we're not in studio together. Uh, we're not. We're usually just a few feet apart from each other, right? Um, yeah. Since everything's gone down, we have we've moved things to our cell phones and online. So we've got our phones going, and we're on Zoom, and we can see each other, and uh, and it's awesome. So yeah, I can't imagine what it would be like without all of this stuff bringing us together. Uh, so like Jen said. We have a a fun show ahead, so don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more. This is The Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. We've got Jen, my co-host, my lovely co-host. I'm looking at her through Zoom right now, Jennifer Valentine. And, uh, and with us, our special guest, Cam Gordon, who is Head of Communications for Twitter Canada. Cam, how are you doing? 
Hi, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, doing uh, not bad considering and uh, hanging in like everyone else in uh, the year of 2020. Cam, I'm looking at you on a Zoom call right now, and is your hair getting a little longer? Uh, it, it is. I, I'm in the cohort of haven't had a haircut since, uh, since I don't even know when, probably mid-February. Um, yeah, I actually get my hair cut down in Kensington Market, and um, when I'm out on my bike, I'll, I'll take a spin through there and uh, just keep you an eye when uh, when uh, salons and barbershops can reopen. And uh, we're not quite there yet in the province uh, of Ontario. You know what? I got to say, I'm really missing that. Jen, you mentioned winners earlier. I just want to get back to my hair salon and I want to go for a mani-pedi and I want to get my lashes done. <laughs> Those are the top three things for me right now. Uh, we just took Dixie to the groomer, and oh, thank you, groomers, for opening your doors. Uh, you know, the summer's here, and um, dogs are hot. We needed all that fur taken off, so thank goodness that is open. But um, you know what I'm wondering? We're talking, you said groomers, Jen. We mentioned barbers. I'm talking, we're talking about like Manny's petties. Cam, are you seeing any of this stuff trend on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, wonder. this is. This- this is all part of the conversation, you know, I mean, Twitter is always a reflection of what people are talking about. So it's been interesting to see the conversation evolve over the last few months here in Toronto and and across the province and around the world. I mean, you know, it's kind of the micro struggles of everyone tries to adjust from work from home and kids going to school from home and cooking more and spending more time with your family and not being able to see your friends and, I mean, as we know, it's a, it's a struggle. You said off the top, Pien, I mean, you know, social media is really kind of the lifeblood that's keeping us together now, along with the tools like video calls and cell phones and all the other technology. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely been a struggle for most people dealing with this, and, and we've seen that reflected in a lot of the conversation we see on Twitter. So yeah, what a, are... lot, a lot went on this week. So um, – can we talk about all the hashtags from George Floyd and um, Black Lives Matter? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the Black Lives Matter hashtag and, and hashtag BLM has been a constant on Twitter for many years. I mean, sadly, and we do see it, you know, go into more heavy rotation when stuff happens like has been happening in the U.S. with uh, sadly regularity in recent weeks and having these, you know, big moments in the culture. So, I mean, Black Lives Matter really is one of those iconic hashtags. And I mean, the fact that you see it not just on Twitter, but you see it in, you know, in posters, on apparel, you see it on, you know, it's, it's become part of the culture too. It's, I mean, it's amazing. Like Twitter's been around for 14 years now, and I'm still amazed by just, you know, the velocity in which something like a hashtag, which was created by users of Twitter, um, this has been like very well documented that the idea of a hashtag was not something when Jack Dorsey and the, the crew created Twitter that was part of it. That was something that was very organic that subsequently became a big part of the way we communicate on Twitter. And then, you know, you saw other social platforms, you know, institute hashtags, and now you just see hashtags everywhere. And certainly, I mean, Black Lives Matter is really one of the iconic statements of our times. I, I say I don't say that lightly at all, and we've certainly seen that on Twitter in, in recent days and recent weeks. Yeah, it's uh, 
like Jen said, it's been a crazy week. Um, we've got Black Lives Matter going on. A lot of people are muted. Um, I muted myself this entire week. Um, so meaning I was not posting any of my content to my um, my grid on Instagram, uh, wasn't tweeting, nothing at all, um, just in support of um, Black Lives Matter. Um, but also we kicked off uh, Pride this week as well. Uh, so that's a biggie. Um, and, of course, COVID. So yeah. um, those two, um, Pride and COVID, I'm sure that those are trending. Yeah, well, I'm just going to add another one as well. It's also every year June in this country is Indigenous History Month as well. We just debuted a custom emoji that we do every year. It's the third year in a row we work with an Indigenous designer to create a custom emoji. This year we actually worked with an Inuit designer, a multimedia artist from eastern Quebec. Uh, who designed a great emoji. So if you type in Indigenous History Month, it'll unlock an emoji that's it's a very, it's it's adorable. <laughs> it's like a very cute, like Inuit piece of art from this artist who is so kind to lend her time and talents to it. Yeah, June is a big month every year in conversation because you do have all these things coming together. And then when you pair on a pandemic and also, you know, elections coming up and, and all these challenges that we're seeing in the U.S. and other countries, I mean, it's, it's a lot going on on Twitter right now, and I mean, the conversation reflects all of it. Yeah. So how do we? How would we unlock that little emoji? We would jump on Twitter. And... Yeah, absolutely. So you see, so just there's actually a series of hashtags. If you if you go over to Twitter Canada, we actually have a, a GIF that shows all the different hashtags that will unlock it. Indigenous History Month. Hashtag Indigenous History Month is the main one. Um, but we also have like variations of that in different languages and whatnot. So I believe there's about eight different hashtags um, that will unlock it. With Again, hashtag Indigenous History Month is the main one, and you can see that. Or if you go over to my account, you can see I, I've used it a few times. And Cam, do you want to give everyone your account? <laughs> For sure. It's, uh, it's very easy. It's Cam underscore Gordon. So uh, I was an early adopter to... Yeah, I was an early adopter to Twitter well before I worked for the company back in 2008. So, um, yeah, I have, a, I have a good handle. Again, that's C-A-M underscore Gordon, G-O-R-D-O-N. So jump on, give him a follow, and then you can check out some of those uh, some of those cool emojis. Because I have been on Twitter since, since the beginning, and I didn't know about these emojis till right now. So thank yeah, you for absolutely. Me about absolutely. Those. Yeah, and I mean, there's. We also have an emoji that's more of an evergreen one for Black Lives Matter as well. So you'll see if you use that hashtag ever, that you know, it pops up with an emoji. That's awesome. We're talking Twitter, and it's good times here on the Parenting Show. So don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on Global News Radio, six forty Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo, I've got Miss Jennifer Valentine with me, my co-host. Jen was making me yawn during the break. We discovered that you can make someone yawn. It's contagious also through Zoom. When I yawned, you immediately yawned. I saw you. It, it, it <laughs> I didn't is so even crazy. notice. And Cam is not. Cam is paying attention. He is alert. He did not yawn. Yeah. I, I just had three cups of coffee, too, so I, I think that's contributing. 
And we've got Cam Gordon with us. He is head of communications for Twitter Canada. We are talking all things Twitter on the show today. And I've got to say, um, I have been on Twitter forever. Um, I remember being head of marketing and promotions at 102.1 The Edge, and this new thing came out, and it was Twitter. And we were just like, whoa, what is this? This is so cool. But you need to get your message out in 140 characters or less. We're like, oh, this is hard. How do we do it? So much has changed since then, Cam. So much has changed. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it's it's amazing when you look back. I mean, once in a while you'll see, you know, tweets surface from 2008, 2009, 2010, and it's, it, it seems like it could be from centuries ago. I mean, you know, there's, there's sort of the, the cosmetic stuff, like our logos slightly different, and, and there was kind of the Twitter in the bubble lettering you might remember from the early yeah. days. But like we we didn't have photos or videos on Twitter for several oh. years into so um, it's you know the fact that it was all text based and we also didn't even have hyperlinking on on things like hashtags too so when you see if you go back depending on when you jumped on Twitter especially tweets from 2007 2008 2009 it it looks like it could be from like the dawn of the internet <laughs> it just looks like it's so primordial compared to how robust and vibrant tweets look now again because you have things like emojis and you have things like video and you have things like gifts and you have things like live yeah. streaming video um it's just it's, it really is night and day and i mean it you know it, it just speaks to how the whole online experience has changed so much i mean it's it's really month to month if not week to week that it just feels fundamentally different to live our lives online and obviously you know twitter is, is a part of that it's so true. Jen, how long have you been on Twitter? You're more active on Twitter right now than I am. I used to be super active. How long have you been on? Um, I've been on almost since the very beginning because I did work in news and still do. I worked for a morning show. We all immediately went to Twitter. Um, yeah. And and I w- was very active on Twitter. Um and yeah, you know, I use Twitter every single day for to find my good news stories. That's how I find them. That's how I find those news stories. I see what's trending. I go to my different news sources on Twitter. So it is a really big part of my job and my life. So I'm going to say each day I spend while I'm working, um, sometimes a couple of hours just on Twitter looking for those trending. What is trending? What are, what are people talking about? Because that's what I yeah. want to talk about on the on in the morning on Global News Morning and the videos and the videos that are trending. It is all mostly through Twitter. Now I do go to other sources as well, but those sources are posted on, on reposted on Twitter so I can find yeah. other sources on Twitter. So we all, they all those sources use, use each other. It's true. And I think as parents right now, um, you know, a lot of us are jumping on Twitter to get tidbits of info, news, um, ideas, things to do at home with the kids. Can who, you who's, like we're spending more time in the kitchen, you know, um, yeah. jumping on to see like recipes too, right? Yeah. Or when yeah. you see a hashtag of, a, of an older celebrity and you think, oh my God, oh my God, ben, Betty White is trending. And then you have to look to make sure Betty White is okay. Why is, yes. it, why is she trending? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, like it's. I think everyone's had that experience, and it seems like it always 
you know, gets you click on it and then it's like a lot of tweets often with sort of a re- there's there's a very specific gif I'm sure you guys have seen. It's it's sort of a relieved looking Denzel Washington seems to be the reply to I looked at Betty White, but she's OK. Or I looked at, you know, Bob Dylan at Bob Dylan trending or I'm, I'm trying to think, you know, celebrities of that age, you know, Walter Gretzky, I remember one day was trending and everyone's oh, like, oh, no. my God. And it was just it was just people like sharing photos of their interactions with Walter Gretzky, which if you've ever met him, he carries Jesus, like this man. Yeah. And like Sharpie pens and like glossy photos everywhere. He goes, I feel like, it, you know, it's a big part of our Canadian identity, like a, a, a interaction with Walter Gretzky. So, yeah. He is it, a wonderful human being. If you see him at the hockey game or whatever at a charity event, he wants to talk to you. He wants yes. to get a photo. He wants to sign an autograph. He's incredible. Here, I'm going to tell you a quick story about Walter Gretzky. Uh, back in the day when I was at our brother station, Q107, we did an event and we had Walter Gretzky there. And um, the morning show at the time, and forgive me, I, I don't know if they still have this uh, this going on, but they had the tool of the day, which was a special segment, and they would they would just laugh at someone who was the, the tool of the day. They had these T-shirts made up, and it said, "I'm with the tool of the day," and on it had a hand with one of like the finger pointy to like the person next to you. So if you were standing next to someone, it'd be like, "I'm with the tool of the day." So, as Jen said, Walter Gretzky loves to take photos. I decided to take a photo with Walter Gretzky. Was he the tool of the day? My shirt was pointing to the sweet, sweet man that is Walter Gretzky, and I was like not even realizing it, but I was calling him the tool of the day. <laughs> well, I must say, hopefully that photo never surfaces on social media because uh, that, that might be tough to walk that one back. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but Twitter is. I, I said that we're we're always jumping on. I have to say that now that I, we're talking about it and I'm thinking about it, whenever something happens, news breaking in the world, um, the first thing I do, and maybe I don't know if it's because I'm I'm a content creator and social media is my, you know, a big part of my world, but the first thing I do is jump on Twitter and search that hashtag. Absolutely. I mean, Twitter's where quite often you'll see things first. I mean, the relationship between Twitter and the news is extremely dense, extremely, I mean, it's it's a real codependence. And I say that not as a pejorative way at all. I mean, it's really, they both feed off each other. And um, I mean, it's interesting, the three of us, all work sort of in the same ballpark, but like all our spheres are very, very different in terms of what we do. But I mean, I think we can all echo just how essential Twitter is to how we live our professional lives and also how we live our personal lives. Like it really is an essential service. It's been referred to as such. And I mean, in that way, it's very unique. I mean, we, we get lots of questions at work, you know, well, you guys versus Facebook or you guys versus Instagram or YouTube or Reddit or TikTok and all these other platforms. And Very different. Well, yeah, the reality is, I mean, a lot of people use all these platforms and they just have different use cases. Um, and yeah. I think every year that goes by, Twitter feels more and more distinct from any other platform. Um, just because we, I mean, we refer to Twitter as like the conversation layer of the internet. And I, I still think that's very accurate. I mean, it's it's kind of a, an expression we've been using for years, but I, I think every, again, every year that goes by, I think that's more and more reflected because you do see content from Twitter showing up in media articles. You see tweets on TV. You see so true. people who aren't on Twitter talking about stuff that happened on Twitter. 
Um, so it just, it's, a, it's a really unique fulcrum of, of a lot of things in the culture and just in the world we live in. Well, we're talking Twitter. We've got Cam Gordon, head of communications for Twitter Canada, on with us today. We've got more coming up, so don't go anywhere. This is a parenting show right here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's Sunday and you're listening to the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It's me, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca, Miss Jennifer Valentine of Global News Morning, and Cam Gordon, head of communications for Twitter Canada. We are talking all things Twitter today and uh, and Cam is here to to help us out with that conversation. So Cam, I want to know how has the conversation on Twitter changed over the past few months, over like since going into quarantine? How have things changed? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, the conversation on Twitter changes day to day, if not hour to hour. It, it really does. And, and obviously, things in the news cycle always have a massive impact on, on what you're seeing on Twitter. And, and certainly the last week and the last few weeks have really reflected that, especially with a lot of video content and reactions and conversation we're seeing out of the U.S. Now, more more broadly speaking, when you talk about the last few months here in Canada, um, and again, at a more micro level, um, you know, we, we're seeing really big upticks on certain type of conversations around, you know, the realities of working from home, being home, spending more time at home and everything that goes with that. So interesting upticks in conversations about people's shopping experiences, um, mm. things like cooking and baking are on the increase. Like we have some stats that show um, when you compare all the conversations that Canadians were having in March 2020 to April 2020, and that's just one month apart, cooking and baking conversations actually increased by 155%. So that's more than doubled because everyone's making sourdough bread all of a sudden. Everyone, everyone has like fermented yeast in their refrigerators. At this point, they're trying recipes. They're, you know, they're, it's interesting because, you know, all the cooking and baking, I mean, you know, that's obviously a big part of the conversation on Instagram, for example, people, you know, it's because they, I think that's a bit more their lane. So it's been interesting to see this growth in that conversation on Twitter. We're also seeing, you know, there's these shared streaming experiences on Netflix and other platforms that for a few weeks will just own the conversation. So the first one that comes to mind right when the pandemic uh, started in earnest in March was everyone was watching the Tiger King on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. All the Tiger King memes and, and people reacting to the show and, and kind of, you know, kind of feuds and everything that went with the that. world. The world yeah. was watching Tiger King. Yeah, and then, but then also, you know, the layer of people saying, well, you know, this is, is this cruelty to animals. I mean, look how the animals are being treated. So yeah. it quickly, like everything on Twitter, it became a really nuanced conversation. It wasn't just people laughing about this cast of characters in the show, but also talk about the real issues that, you know, were behind some of the stuff depicted that, you know, was entertainment, but it's like anything else, you know, certainly in the documentary style, there's deeper layers. So we also saw this with the Michael Jordan documentary, The Lost Dance, that uh, captivated, especially in the absence of sports, you know, that was a yeah. massive 
conversation. It was fascinating because a lot of the players, who, you know, haven't played in the NBA in several years are on Twitter. So we see, you know, people like BJ Armstrong chiming into the conversation and, and also like brands involved, you know, Nike and Michael Jordan, obviously, are synonymous with each other. So it was interesting to see like the brand and, and kind of the, the more advertising layer. Um, but yeah, like here in Canada, like again, getting back to some of the stuff people are doing around their house, we're seeing a lot more people tweeting about the retail experience, you know, when they're at a grocery store and there's massive lineups. Um, oh. you guys probably, we guys probably recalled the whole toilet paper. That's what I was just um, going to say. What happened with the toilet paper on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it seems like that's calmed down a bit, but you know, we were seeing three, four or five times more mentions of toilet paper when that seemed like it was in short supply. And again, like a lot of that was, funny to watch but it's also you know gone to some serious conversations like oh my god you know the supply chain and you know when when the border between the u.s and canada closed yeah like kind of the shortage of toilet paper is on the surface can be kind of funny and kind of playful but like anything else there's these underlying things within that 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 we get a different type of conversation yeah. that just talk about, you know if the border closes are we going to have shortages of some goods which is is pretty scary thought because, um, you know, Canada is a mid-sized country, but we get a lot of our goods from other places too. And the borders, um, you know, and in, in not as porous as it normally is in terms of supply chains. Um, what happens next? And again, this was also new and, you know, again, reflected in the conversation on Twitter. So yeah. it's, it's gone through several iterations in, in the last few months. You know what? I, I wonder, you mentioned, that uh, we mentioned toilet paper, we mentioned baking and cooking. Um, but since being in quarantine, there's been another conversation happening quite a bit. I don't know if Jen knows where I'm going with this. But... Divorce? Oh, no, but that one too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For other people, I'm not, I'm not talking about me or anything. <laughs> okay, okay, that's a good one too. Divorce? But another D word, diet. Oh, right. Yeah. Everyone is saying they're putting on the quarantine or the COVID-20. Yeah, the COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> or 19. <laughs> I, I'm going for that extra pound, Jen. <laughs> well, I, I think certainly with uh, things like food delivery being so prevalent in our lives, too, like it, it does seem like you know, you'd have to, I, I guess, check with like Uber Eats or uh, some of the other delivery companies. But again, like there's anecdotally, we definitely saw a lot of conversations about food delivery, what restaurants are open, restaurants changing their models too to become mm. strictly takeout and getting creative with it. Um, and also a, a key hashtag that I actually haven't mentioned yet, but it's a really important one is support local. So yeah. that is just the overall hashtag that talks about supporting local businesses. We actually did a, a, a cross can a look at that hashtag, and um, we actually saw of every Canadian city. And when you look at all the conversations in February, March, and April combined, it was actually in Edmonton had the most uses of that hashtag of any Canadian city, more than Toronto. When you think of the oh, population go, base. Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. So we actually, I, I was speaking to some reporters in, in Edmonton about this because it was just a really interesting finding. And you saw this really vibrant conversation. That's not to say there wasn't a lot of usage in, in Toronto with local stores, and especially with 
restaurants and a lot of the restaurant closures we've seen in, in Toronto is just heartbreaking because these are small businesses. It really is the backbone of a certain facet of our, our economy and our community. Um, so again, it's been good to see that hashtag going and it continues to this day. And now that stores are opening up of, of a, a non-food variety, um, you know, you're seeing people supporting local bookstores, supporting local clothing stores as well. So it, it's that's definitely become part of the conversation uh, that we've seen in retail in Canada. Well, we've got Cam Gordon on with us today. He is Mr. Twitter. I just I just nicknamed you that, okay? Hashtag okay. Mr. Twitter. <laughs> I'll, I'll change Cam my Gordon. handle. Thank you. <laughs> He's head of communications for Twitter Canada. The conversation today on the show is all about Twitter, so don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. I've got my co-host with me, Ms. Jennifer Valentine of Global News Morning and Mother Daughter Date. And we've got Mr. Cam Gordon of Twitter Canada, uh, Head of Communications. And uh, we're talking Twitter. So, Jen, you had a question for Cam. You want to know something. Yeah. I want to know about celebrities on Twitter. I've been seeing so many things that they've been doing, good things in their community, good things for the world. Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously the celebrity conversation, the celebrity experience is, is a big part of Twitter. Uh, you know, they, these personalities have these huge followings and huge audiences. So, you know, something like this happens and they can be real change agents for a lot of people. And there's certainly been no shortage of examples here in Canada. Um, the, the one that comes to mind, and, and this is not surprising, because year after year, when we look at our most mentioned Canadian actors on Twitter, this gentleman is generally number one, you know, having worked for Twitter for about five years, I believe for the last five years, he was the most mentioned actor, Canadian actor on Twitter, and that's Ryan Reynolds. Um, his uh, his handle is uh, Van City Reynolds. So giving giving a shout out to his hometown of Vancouver, um, he's been incredibly present in relief efforts uh, during during the pandemic. Uh, part of a campaign I'm sure most people have seen on Twitter and elsewhere, Conquer COVID, um, where he's been very involved in just raising funds for PPE and other causes related to the pandemic. And it, it's been great to see so many other Canadian notables getting involved in that from politicians to athletes to other actors, musicians, you know, it's really been a group effort. Um, the, the other kind of Canadian notable who comes to mind in that conversation is, is Haley Wickenheiser, the great female um, hockey player who's been incredibly central and very leaned in and mobilized in how she's used Twitter as part of that. And we were talking in the past segment about just this relationship that exists between Twitter and the media and Twitter and the other platforms. Um, so it's been interesting to see, because I mean, you know, that whole campaign, we have seen elements on other platforms, but on Twitter, it's the very, you know, conversational and tactical stuff because that's what Twitter's all about. And certainly between the efforts of Ryan Reynolds and Haley Wickenheiser, I mean, they've been very central um, in that whole conversation, we've seen some amazing uh, and inspiring content and, you know, a tough time in our lives. It's been good to see, you know, our Canadian notables mobilizing like that. I have a question talking about celebrities. Who uh, has, which celebrity ha- or who in general has the largest Twitter following? Um, amongst Canadians? 
amongst Canadians. Like, celebrities. Uh, yeah, the, you know, if, if you could do, if you have Canadians or all. Yeah, I mean, the, the most followed account, I would need to double check because this might have changed. I, I know for the longest time it was Katy Perry. Um, that might have shifted. I know the top three are, I believe, Katy Perry is number one. Uh, Canada's own Justin Bieber, number two. Yeah. And then I know Taylor Swift was right up there as well. Um, so those three are, are often some combination of uh, the, the top three. Um, other Canadians I know who have large followings, a lot of them are in the music space. So Drake, you know, not surprising, kind of a multimedia sensation for many, many years is right in there. I mean, it's interesting because you do see now that Twitter's been around 14 years, some artists and some personalities, they're almost like a couple of generations back. So you still see this huge following for Avril Lavigne, who, you know, is a bit older yeah. and, and you know, a couple of generations back from, uh, you know, someone like Jesse Reyes or some of the more contemporary artists, but still has a massive following. Um, the Weeknd's another one. Obviously, you know, he's been with us in kind of the public eye for about 10 years. He has a really big following. Uh, Sean Mendes, another one. I may be remiss if I didn't mention Sean Mendes. And then, you know, a lot of, a lot of Canadian personalities are almost from like the new media space. And someone like Lily Singh, who, um, you know, first was a YouTube creator and now is like, again, a multimedia personality, has her own talk show on NBC, very active on Twitter and all the platforms. And then you're also seeing this huge star system of, of almost next generation celebrities. So um, there's a number of like Canadian esports athletes and professional gamers that have, you know, over a million followers, which is really interesting. Um, you know, you're seeing younger athletes. I mean, we're, we're in this wave of like uh, Canadian uh, basketball players in the NBA who have these big followings. So I think of someone like Jamal Murray who plays out in Denver. Um, or someone like Andrew Wiggins, who was in Minnesota, recently got got traded to San Francisco. So it's a, it's a real mixed bag of personalities. But you do see, you know, someone. Like, it's interesting where now Justin Bieber is like a legacy artist, um, but you know he brings with him like over 100 million Twitter followers. So there's a, there's a huge roster of Canadians with big followers. Did you say a, over 100 million? Yeah, yeah. So I I know Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, and and Katy Perry. Are, are amongst the accounts that have over 100 million. I, I, off the top of my head, I'm not sure anyone else has reached that threshold, but um, Katy Perry, she was definitely the first one to hit that mark, uh, and that was like three or four years ago, I believe. Wow. Jen, Jen's almost there. Yeah, right? I'm almost there. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. Jen's fourth on the list. Um, <laughs> right, right after, right after hey, Toronto's been over 100,000 at least, but not 100 hey, million yet. I, I mean, Jen, you're what it like, you're almost like a quarter million, I believe. Like, you have, you have a really solid following and a big audience. I mean, every time you tweet something, I just notice kind of the, the likes and the retweets are, are right up there. So uh, you're, you're doing really well. I have to tell you, it's because I started early and I started very yeah. early in the game. And I think that's what did it. It's sometimes really hard to grow followers when you just start now because you have to be discovered when you're there early and that, you know, it's absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's great that you can take that audience with you to wherever you go, whether you're online or offline, it, it goes with you. Hey, we know how much it helped me a number of years ago, about four years ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's Toronto's sweetheart. 
If you don't follow Jennifer Valentine on Twitter, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> we are talking Twitter and all the awesome things that they are doing right now. So don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more. This is The Parenting Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. We've got Jennifer Valentine, my co-host with me from Global News Morning and Head of Communications for Twitter Canada, Mr. Cam Gordon. Cam, we have been talking all things Twitter this morning with you. Oh, not this morning. Shit. We have been talking all things Twitter with you uh, throughout the show today. And, uh, and what I want to know is um, I want to talk about some tools. You mentioned off air that, that there are some great tools uh, for us. So tell us about that. Absolutely. I mean, there, there, there's many things that, you know, once this, this pandemic and this, uh, this hashtag new normal <laughs> came into reality, um, that we enacted that, that Canadians can use just to, to stay informed and stay safe on Twitter. Um, more than anything, I mean, I, I think a great starting point is follow like your recognized Canadian health leaders. That's, you know, at the federal level, that's Dr. Teresa Tam, um, who's been very central and very, very present while the faces of the pandemic for Canada. I actually just tweeted out personally a, a stat the other day. At the start of March, she had about 16,000 followers. Entering in June, she now has over 200,000 followers. So clearly a lot of Canadians are taking that advice. You can go follow Dr. Tam on Twitter as well here, you know, locally in Toronto, Dr. Davia, who, you know, we see a lot of the press conferences giving the latest updates from within our city is another great follow. She's very active and, and very like interwoven with the Lobber City of Toronto accounts um we have we actually have a twitter list if you go over to twitter canada and look at all like our, our published lists we actually have a list of uh, canadian health authorities you can follow it's one click and you can just follow that um also like look for something called the event page so this is when you see you know a topic trending quite often you'll see at the top of the page we actually have a dedicated canadian event page so when you're on your iphone or on your android device um, you'll often see a pop out at the that has you know some of the latest content and most of that's from like verified news sources, um, government accounts, health leaders. Um, it's really kind of the top content in the moment uh, from a more informational. Um, that's good sense. to know. But yeah, I mean it's it's really like those key accounts to follow. I think that's a really good starting point. Um, and again, you know, look at the reporters. I mean, you know, whether it's, you know, kind of the, the radio stations you listen to or the newspapers you read or the websites you visit. Um, you know, I, I think it's not surprising that, you know, media, um, you know, have been deemed an essential service. I mean, they really are playing a public service in this time where we're all just trying to stay informed. We're all home. Um, and the information that the media, when they're out in the field and they're talking to people and they're talking to experts and they're talking to people in our community who this has impacted, I mean, they're the ones providing us with the information. And uh, I mean, journalists are the lifeblood on Twitter, in my opinion, they really are. Um, so like, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to like call it an individual journalist because there's so many great ones, but, mm-hmm. you know, follow those verified journalists from, you know, the news organizations that you trust. Hopefully that includes global uh, news. I know I follow several global news accounts. Mm. Um, there's, there's a shout out for Global News and, and my friends over there. Um, 
uh, you know, especially in a time like this where everything is changing so quickly and there's so much new information, um, following those dedicated news sources, um, there's really no substitute. And again, the great thing about Twitter is you'll get that information the second it comes out, whether it's people live tweeting the latest Doug Ford press conference or the latest announcement for the city of Toronto or the latest series of tweets from Teresa Tam giving you know her thoughts on, on what we should be doing to, to stay informed and stay safe. It's, it's so true because right now, being in the media, one of the things I'm doing is I'm actually avoiding the news. Uh, just because it's so overwhelming right now. So when I know that there's a press conference or something going on, uh, what I find that I'm doing is I'm jumping on Twitter, searching the hashtags, and getting my news uh, that way from a reliable source, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And a final piece of advice, and I mean, this might seem counterintuitive from the guy who works for Twitter, but, you know, take breaks from your devices and social media too. I mean, we're all sitting at home all day, largely, but I think it's really important to have a balance. I mean, Twitter will always be there. I mean, Twitter will be there when you need it, but it's it's also really important to unplug. I mean, like our CEO, Jack Dorsey, he does like a 10, 10 day like silent retreat every year. And he's the guy who started the company because mm-hmm. uh, he recognizes the importance of balance. So again, like, you know, Twitter is a great resource, um, and, but there's so much content on there. I think it's really important to set whatever that schedule for you just, you know, Give yourself a little break from consuming information and just focus on other things like go go make that sourdough bread or go, uh, you know, go give your kids a haircut or whatever it is we're doing at home. Um, and again, the news will always be there and Twitter will always be there, but uh, it's important to have a balance. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Cam. If you want to find him on Twitter, your uh, handle is Cam underscore Gordon, correct? That's right. That's right. So, accepting so, new followers. Yeah. <laughs> now accepting new followers. So head on over to Twitter, find Cam. Um, and if you're not on Twitter, what are you waiting for? Get on it. Right, Jen? That's uh, absolutely. <laughs> That's it for us. But if you miss any of the show, you can listen back on our podcast, which you can find on iTunes and anywhere else you can download podcasts. Um, so go listen back, and we will catch you guys next week right here at 8 p.m. on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.